will be harmonized with the podcast it. with Jaden Grayson, Woo. King Youngblood, hey. <laughs> Cameron Lobby Jones of King Youngblood. motherfucking Knox. All right, we did that great. That, that was, was a fantastic intro. I love our- Let the beat build. Let- <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about, y'all? Um, today we are talking about mutual aid and community de- development. Um, and, and really, I think what we discovered in the radio segment of this is that we over are, on KVRU 105.7 FM? Plug. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you're not checking us out there, do it. We're funnier here, but we are more informative, maybe. We're informative and we're watch We're us PG. With, we can watch you, you can, can watch us your with kids. your grandma. Exactly. Yeah. And with your children. Run mm-hmm. run that with your kiddos. Mm-hmm. With your little kids. With your pop-up book. Yeah. <laughs> um, but really I think what we discovered in that is that we're we're actually talking about trust mm-hmm. um amongst your neighbors. And the lack thereof that exists in in that reality for for black and brown communities, um, but that with the uptick that's happening in this movement and in this this uprising, and really within this awakening, that more and more uh, mutual aid is starting to be offered. And I think when we're doing that, it's because we're seeing that our our governments are failing us, who've been failing us, um, and but they were working for some. And that notion that if it doesn't work for everyone, it really shouldn't work for anyone is is becoming feasible. It's mm-hmm. becoming real because before they were able to brush us off and kind of be like, well, this system works for me and I can get help. And if you can't, then that's your problem. And then Fuck bam, you. COVID It's hit. like literally, yep. yeah, now. So now you're in a fucking pandemic, nigga. So mm-hmm. like, shut not. up. Welcome. <laughs> you ain't got no unemployment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, welcome. Now you have, uh, what, millions of people who are on unemployment you have more people realizing that they were just one paycheck away from being like the houseless person on the corner that they pass by and lock their doors around when they dr- drive and pass them every single day. And I think that that's been an eye-opening experience. But I'm curious to hear from y'all, like, what does it mean to stop investing in government officials and start investing in community uncensored? Oh. Hey. <laughs> he wasn't ready for y'all that couldn't see. I just like swiped and pointed at him. He was like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> go off." Bro. Oh man, stop investing in government and start investing in community. That's the question. That right? part. Mm-hmm. What does the it look like? The What's answer? the goal? <laughs> the, I- the idealism <laughs> of community. But now look. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Jay talks about this a lot. She talks about how um, building a strong community benefits. Everybody. Yep. It benefits even people outside of the community. Matter of fact, even the government. The government. <laughs> <laughs> and, right. You know what? It it no. No, no. It no. Did. It shows that we don't need them niggas. All right. So so pretty much I got this I got this quote tattooed on my arm a long time ago. <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, he's no, going, I'm, I'm somewhere going somewhere. Okay, okay, okay. I'm I going know where somewhere. he's headed. I'm oh, going go ahead, somewhere. Go ahead, I'm going fault. somewhere. All right, so I used to I used to be a part of the houseless community for for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And uh I got this quote tattooed on my arm uh once I kind of got back on my feet and and got into a situation that was a little more comfortable for me and it goes uh 
it's no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And that was from this philosopher named Jiddu Krishnamurti. Um, and pretty much it's, it's just a very simple statement saying that even if you think that you're succeeding in a society like pre-pandemic when people were not concerned with being houseless, people that were really like a couple paychecks away from being houseless, um, they weren't concerned with that. And and now the reality is being shown to them how close they are, how in, in proximity they are to being a part of that community yep. uh, or a part of that experience. Um, and it really just goes to show that like even if you feel like you are um, succeeding uh, based on what the government offer, offers a certain amount of people, a certain uh, category of people, uh, you're really, you're really, you're really not. Yeah. You're really not. If you're just the fucking golden turd on a pile of shit, still a pile of shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Tell them. I, uh, That's I, some country ass shit. But, uh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's, it, it, it really matters to build community. It really, it really benefits everybody. And I want Jay to elaborate more because she's really good at explaining how that benefits everybody. Take it away. Mm. <laughs> it, when the person who is the most oppressed within a society is doing the absolute best that they can do. So when we're talking about black and brown, disenfranchised, marginalized communities, being being at their capacity for success, really, truly not being hindered by systems, by um, oppressive systems specifically, when we see what the full potential is of the marginalized, disenfranchised group, when we see that, we then see it's it's a it's the cyclical growth. When if the person on your team who runs, if the slowest person on your team, if they're at the very front and you push them to the front of the pack and everybody runs behind them, it creates a sense of camaraderie. It also creates a sense of community where we know that the it, it's it's the real version of like. I hate No Child Left Behind. We saw how much bullshit that was. But what they were saying, the literal verbiage of it yeah. was correct. Like, it's correct. There should be no one left behind. And when you take and you start to acknowledge and not just acknowledge that somebody is being left behind, but become accountable for someone being left behind and become accountable by putting them at the front, um, then their benefit will be everyone's benefit because they have had to be considerate of people far more privileged than them and be considerate of themselves in order to stay alive. Um, and so there's there's endless benefit there. And, and I'm not a supporter of No Child Left Behind, just to be clear. Like, I support the reality of taking care of community and family and children and education systems and whatever. But I, I don't support the notion in the bill as far as, like, No Child Left Behind. I just want to be clear on that point. Copy like, that. fuck all that. Um, I, fuck uh, that. Fuck, hey, say it again. Fuck the government. There it is. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> That, uh, undust that fossil. Just I, uh, to be clear. I, Ted, just add in there, you know, especially if you're listening to this and especially if you're taking notes, which you should be, uh, I think it is important to add in there this kind of key point that proximity does not equal trust. Proximity is creating the potential for trust. It, assuming that just because you're in proximity to someone else means that they'll be comfortable being vulnerable with you is a massive error and a mistake to make. And one that shows that you're not really doing the work. That's how a lot of you racists have been discovered as racist because mm -hmm. you came out and said, well, my friend is black. Yeah. And so it's not possible. Do you really think racists are listening to this? Nigga, we trying. <laughs> you know what? We about to put thing. some ad dollars in problem, fucking. That's the problem, though. That's the thing. They, they really <laughs> may be because there are so many. Even if you're not 
the racist who's running around with a MAGA hat on and like waving, you know, like an all lives matter flag and you might be the racist spitting. that's learning. Exactly. But you're, you, you could be also the racist who still, who sits and maybe has a mixed race child who may, who uh, maybe is a teacher and works with black students mm-hmm. or lives in a black neighborhood. And so you grew up around black people and are saying the word nigga. Cause you grew up around you may not be realizing that just because you're within proximity to what you think is a black reality or a brown reality that you're emulating that when really you're just imitating it and that's not the same and you still need to become accountable. You're acknowledging where you are, but to be accountable for where you are would mean that you still hold yourself to the standards of recognizing that you can understand black people, but you can't live the black experience. So there has to be a layer of respect and really a layer of distance as well um, in order to genuinely appreciate what it is that you are seeing but are not a part of i think that's such a key part is uh respect and respecting respecting those spaces because that in turn uh becomes respecting that community itself we don't want you to think that you're so in proximity that you know if you was a bay area you know non-black person that you could just say nigga and we just all gonna be cool with it just because no. from the bay area exactly. don't nobody give a fuck about that um, <laughs> uh, but what it what it means is that if you if you want anybody to trust you you have to put in the work and the work means you have to respect the boundaries of the people that are putting you on game let alone the people that need help that's the biggest part about all this we keep orbiting and talking about how Proximity and trust interweave with the ability for community and, and mutual aid to, to flourish and blossom. But at the core of it, in a lot of ways, it doesn't, it doesn't even really happen with individuals. That's not what community is. It happens when black folks are able to talk with other black folks within that community. And then that community understanding and speaking outwards to other communities that are doing the same thing. And getting a respect about where where each other are at and talking through what the needs are, not talking up, not talking down, but talking about what the needs are and what the reality that people part of these communities are going through and who has what to make sure that no shout out to child, no child left behind, but making sure that nobody a part of these communities is getting left in the dust. Mm. It's about acknowledging need and the realities that people are living without making it about yourself. Where where do you guys see Right now, in modern times, 2020, 2020, uh, where are you guys seeing an advancement in community right now? Like, are there areas that you guys are seeing the work is actually being done? People are actually showing up. You know what I'm saying? Like, are we making progress as far as building community? Ooh. Can I go? Yeah. I think yes, because uh, one example for me is the fact that I know you niggas. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. Hey. Come on, hey. it's, it's, ha- it's, it's, it might, it's happening, bro. Like, think about this for a second, man. Like, community showed up from at least for me, like the music community of like the way I met you is at a show, and then we followed up at something where we're both like, hey, we kind of need to do some shit for our community right now, right? At a protest, and then through that, I met you, and you're from St. Louis, bro. Technically, we're from different communities, but because we're both black, both in proximity now to each other, that's building community. The fact that we're talking right now, the fact that we are educating ourselves, there's so much education and learning that I do just from sitting here in this, in this fucking seat. 
Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself tells me that it, the, the fact that we are doing this and people are listening mm-hmm. tells me that people are trying to do the work. It tells me that there is people listening and people changing and people learning what to do in order to build trust to make sure that needs are being taken care of. Absolutely. I feel that. Um, and that's just one small example. Yeah, yeah. That's a small example. Same. No, that's a big example. <laughs> well, <laughs> but, I'm, but, I'm, I'm but, saying in the scheme of like, like outside of just the three of us. Mm-hmm. Outside know, the I, three of us. But I see it when I it's say. It's monumental. Exactly. And, yeah. Because that stuff piles up. I see it when I talk to people and they listen. They don't look for validation anymore. Do you see that's. Do you see uh, progress within the community, um, like a broader community uh, with non-BIPOC people? Not enough. Are you asking me if I see white people doing what they need to do? Is that the question? It's not just white people. Sorry, but are you asking me if you see white people (laughs) (laughs) not doing what they need to do, but heading in that direction? Are we seeing any of that? Yes. I mean, not that's enough. A very reluctant, yes, not, but that was a lower I know, case. That's not, that's, not the, that's not the question, though. It's just like that. Is, yeah, that yes was all on different pages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. What I see is, for the first time, instead of I've done what I can, and it, we all have to do what we can to get by in this world. I see people saying, "I don't know what to do," or "What more can I do?" Um, yeah, I I don't know what to do. What more can I do? Where do I go from here? And wow, this is really a mess. Um, I'm seeing a lot of that. And I think that I'm not sure because I'm also vulnerable in this, right? Like as a black woman uh, in Seattle, I'm kind of walking into this like, I know y'all not going to really show up. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, mm, eh. but I mean, there's another part to that where it's like, I'm not even worried anymore about whether allies or white community or just non-black are figuring this out i'm way more concerned with what the inner workings inside my community of black people what's going on with y'all and how is it Mm -hmm. that y'all are figuring out how to trust each other because we're not just isolated from other communities and from society we are isolated from each other and that's been the biggest um work of the oppressor is not just to make us feel like we can't depend on them and look to them, but that we cannot depend and look to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've taken many different avenues to make that feel very real. So I think within this time, seeing black people uh, start owning black businesses, promoting other black people, taking pride in their blackness, being unapologetic in their blackness, there's a moment of community building and trust. And it is a form of mutual aid, in my opinion, to be giving this confidence within the black community to each other. Yeah. That's really powerful. So I would say in that respect, yes, I can't speak right now to what's happening as much on like a mass scale because I'm trying to focus on my peoples. Yeah. But I know it's out there. Yeah. I hope they're figuring it out because it's here, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's, uh, come. It's, it's tricky too because you also don't want to afford the acknowledgement that, hey, you guys are, we see you. You're, we see you. You don't want to thank them for you a job half done. Exactly. You don't want them to get complacent. Like, oh, I did what I was supposed to do. Okay, now I'm laying it down. You don't want to right. be pacified. Uh, we we need a lot more. We we expect a lot more. Yeah, you listening is step one. We yeah, said that before. We are gonna say it, motherfucking again. That's step point one. You can yeah. listen lit- legitimately if oppressive uh, groups or groups that have benefited from the systems rather than be oppressed by them 
spent the next four generations just listening, just listening, not making action off of what it is that they hear, but shutting the fuck up and hear, listening, absorbing um, to the point of understanding, at least giving themselves the space to have understanding that would be so much more beneficial than them jumping in and trying to just do. And I make this example because when I spoke with the houseless community at Cal Anderson on Capitol Hill in Seattle, for those of you who aren't familiar, I, it became very clear to me that they've had a lot of people show up and say, this is what I have to offer. You want this? Of course you want this because you don't have anything else. So you must just want this. Mm. And they were like, no, like, yes, I'm houseless, but I'm not desperate for like, you nigga, to give want me whatever crusty, you know, you jacket that you've nigga, worn like, for 50 fucking years, you know lady. Like, that's not what they're after. They they do have needs and they do have wants. And if you're human beings. Right. But if you're going to put yourself in the space to show up for them, you need to know what you're showing up for. And a lot of people don't know how to say, I don't know. And let me ask some questions. That's step one. Mm -hmm. I can roll in there and assume it'd be nice to have a self-care day. But if you, if I show up with leave-in conditioner and you needed a fucking tent, I'm not helping you for shit. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really about having the conversation and understanding the need and not inserting what I see needs to be met, but listening because I don't know. And that's not what I'm in proximity to. I'm putting myself in proximity to that. That requires humility. It requires questions. And then if you're able, you have to assess, can I provide what is being asked of me? Can I do it? And if not, then is when you turn to the other parts of community and you do the research and digging of finding the person and the peoples who can. That's the I have motherfucking a, blueprint. I have a, a, a question that is on the other side of uh, community and mutual aid, which is um, when you are part of a community that needs mutual aid, when you are an in individual that needs mutual aid, because um, a lot of what we talk about when it comes to this and about how we, you know, actually get to the point where the people that need something are getting what they need, that starts one with proximity and then it starts with a conversation about what, what do you need? It starts with listening. And then from there, it, it turns into that actual aid we're talking about. For people on the flip side there, and I'm curious about your guys' uh, perspective, thoughts, stories, anything on it. For people on the flip side that are in need of community aid, are there any tools for how to be okay with that vulnerability? Because that's, mm. that is what happens when somebody asks, what do you need? You make a decision either to tell them, yeah, I'm good. And yeah, you, I was and about you're to not say. vulnerable. And then you don't get what you need or you expose yourself in a lot of ways yeah i'm not i'm not i'm not the one to answer this question because my response would be now nah, i'm good mm. or now nah, i'm gonna get it like I, I i'm still struggling with that vulnerability asking for help you know what i'm saying but jay what do you feel there is no right way to no no right or wrong way to even approach that because i think that for for folks who are in need um rejection is not unfamiliar to them um, and disappointment is not unfamiliar to them. And so people asking the right questions is really beautiful and powerful. And it gives that person who's in need choice and the ability to voice themselves. But that's the trickiest part about 
this conversation for me is that all of that can happen. And then you put this person in an even more vulnerable space by telling you what it is they need because of you fucking asked. And then you don't do it mm-hmm. and you don't show up. And it's where the conversation of accountability comes back into play and that we have to be uh, accountable. And that if you're doing the work and you're doing these deep digs on your own journey of being in this movement, of discovering what your role is, um, there has to be a lot of pre-work before you even go and ask these questions. You need to assess whether you can see this through all the way. I know I experienced this when I was organizing the self-care day of like, okay, now I've gotten the donations and it's like, I really do have to package all 400 of these items. Like, Mm -hmm. It really does have to happen. This stuff really in whole has to get sorted all the way through sanitized, blessed, the whole nine. This stuff really does have to make its way back out to community on the date that I said it was. This stuff really has to make it into the hands of the people that I said it was going to make its hand into because, because I've put myself in this space. And it if you don't know because it's your first time becoming in proximity to this, there is going to be moments of a lot of failure. But this is when you have to start turning to the people around you and that pre-work becomes so essential and critical because then you you get the tools and the support to succeed and execute what it is that you've set out to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because not everybody is just going to say, I've said I'm going to do this, so I'm going to do it no matter what and yeah. get through it. But you've got to be resourceful. You know, it, yeah. it requires that. Also, the, I want to revisit your question because... Uh, uh, Jay just brought something to mind talking about the rejection that they feel. And it, it really seems like it's very small steps forward when people are vulnerable and they accept that uh, mutual aid. But as soon as one rejection comes, it could set somebody back so far from being vulnerable again the next time. Um, a personal experience of mine is uh, that time that I was uh, houseless. Um, I was actually uh, still um, an athlete in college. Uh, I was attending college there and there was a coach that... Uh, would like set people up in homes and all that uh, so they can move out from their parents and be closer to the school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, the first time that I was really vulnerable, I like went to the coach and I was like, yo, like I'm one of the ta- the top track athletes here. Um, you know, I'm showing up. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Like, this is where I'm at. And uh, I was like, you know, I see that you're doing this for other people. Like, is that something that you could offer me? And it just, I just got hit with a flat out no. Damn. And that was just it. And I was like, man, I guess I'm back to my car. But you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna figure something out. Yeah, but, but you certainly aren't gonna be asking again. Exactly. Like right. like it's 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 like to this day I'm like, if I'm ever in that situation again, like I might just make it happen. Yeah. Um jumping off of both your guys' stories, I think that um kind of an interesting pattern arises, especially after thinking about kind of my own personal experiences in there. And that is uh I think that just to answer my own question. Uh, especially from hearing you guys, I think I'm having an unlearning moment live on air, which is, um, you know, asking people to be okay with that vulnerability is the language of the oppressor. Mm. Because the conversation should not be, how do you deal with and be okay with getting told no? Because that's a survival mechanism. We as black folks have been told no and starved of resources for so long that we've had to become resourceful otherwise we face extinction um and i think that that question is a lot more utilized uh to flip itself to be asked what things do we need to do to put people in those environments 
where they learn the accountability, they, they learn how in proximity they are to the same issues in order for people that have more to be able to become a part of that community that creates mutual aid. Yeah, like how can people create that space? Because it's, space because it's not to... the people in need that yeah. are at fault. It's not their fault for being vulnerable, yeah. and it's not their fault for whatever situation where they may need mutual aid. Where that burden should be in the first place is on people that have the means and are not helping. Yeah, like our government. There it is. <laughs> like you're supposed to be doing your job, which is helping the people. You've been elected by the people to be for the people, and you don't do shit for the people. And now even people that were under the guise that if they needed you to do something for you, that for them, that they would that you would do it, they're now realizing you're never going to show up for them. And you haven't been showing up for them since this pandemic has hit. And it has opened the door of how long you've been doing that. Mm -hmm. How long have you not been showing up? And it's a long fucking time. Yes. So, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, just in that, it. just in that kind of vulnerability side of things, especially, you know, from hearing your guys' story and thinking a lot more about like, what the pretenses are of that question for, 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 for you guys at home listening, uh, about three days ago, I was in a car crash, told him my car and, um, you know, I'm lucky to walk away. Everybody was fine, but it was also my first time really realizing that like I, because of the situation, uh, I needed to reach out to my community to ask for mutual aid. I needed support and I still do. Um, and for me, I remember it was like kind of the first things that I was thinking through before I did that reach out was in a lot of ways, what you're talking about, Knox, of just like all the different times I've been vulnerable and just been knocked right back down. And, you know, that distrust that is, is, is built, um, and the isolation that comes from it. But the thing that made me realize that I needed to reach out and not do any comparative suffering shit that doesn't help anybody. Um, is recognizing that, you know, that isolation is the language of the oppressor. That the fact that that distrust is built and has so much evidence behind it is, is, is from oppressive forces. It's not from, um, you know, your, your, yourself. That's from something you learn and, and something that you experience. And even that in, in it of itself is a vulnerable moment to, to, realize that you have to expose yourself in some way in order to get that help to reach out. But I also realized that the people and government, no shout out the police that want to see me fall, that are, are looking out for my marginalization and, and oppression to, to continue functioning are the same people that are trying to keep me from my community. The same people that is trying to keep me from my culture, from my people, from my art, from my voice, from my words, from everything that makes me who I am as a human being and as a black person um, and realizing that gave me in a lot of ways kind of flat out the courage to realize, Hey, like, fuck, I need to reach out. Like I need help because mm -hmm. if, if I don't, I'm just, I'm going to stay in the same problem that is only mm -hmm. exacerbated by what happened because it's, it's not even that this here is, is changing the circumstance aside from adding extra stressors on it, which it, it does. But it's showcasing of like that distance from my community is not one that's my fault or the people in my community's fault. Although everybody still needs to maintain whatever work they need to do on themselves to create that trust. But at the core of it, it is the language of the oppressor to keep us isolated. And if we are distrusting each other to the point where when we need help, we're not even 
confident enough to ask for it, knowing that we'll get it. That is, bro, that's checkmate already. That's stopping us before we even get to the point of reaching out and, and aligning with each other. Because not even if you extend that line of thought and that logic, aside from when people are really in dire need and really need immediate help, that comes down to whether or not you reach out to your community. That comes down to whether or not you're talking to somebody about doing something together. That comes down to getting support in the first place, regardless of the spectrum of need that that support is coming from. That showcases what things are either working in our oppressor's favor or what things are working for the black community. I just, sorry, I just had, I didn't mean to go off that long, but it just, that, that, that really spoke to me just then. It's the breakthrough. Oh, the breakthrough. It's breakthrough. breakthrough. Unlearning live. Oh, right. You know what? I feel like we talked about it. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> was you about to say some no, shit? Do your thing. Nope. I was about to wrap it. Nope. I was about to wrap it <laughs> up. She said, shut the fuck up. <laughs> this nigga's tired. Spin. It's mm-hmm. giving. It's giving. We talked about it. <laughs> um, I want to do another plug for the fucking radio show KVRU 105.7 FM uh, Seattle Radio uh, you can go to KVRU.org to hear other elements of this conversation that we were talking about before this mm-hmm. um, and you can watch it with your mammy you can watch it with your grandma you can watch it with your kids yeah, with, your little children. with your children with your racist parents on uh, the next podcast, uh, we're going to be talking about decolonized education. Yep. And if you don't know what that is, that's exactly why you need to tune in because you're going to learn you something. Also, follow us on Instagram because we're getting on top of that shit finally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, some revolution will be harmonized because uh, we want to tap in with you in the same way we're talking about building community trust. Uh, we also want to hear more about like what kind of things you're putting the work in on, what kind of things you want to learn about. Um, and what kind of things you want to hear us talk about on the show. So go follow us over there. We'll we'll tap in with you. You tap in with us. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. I enjoy some of the old and I enjoy the new. And if I can find a balance between it, that's where I, where I find my satisfaction.
to music that you gotta feel Gave you the truth before I got a deal No rabbit in a hat, it ain't no magic, ain't no copperfield More like a panther, Huey Newton, Bobby Seal Word to the free lunch, you knew what we would be kept Who would be defunct, which rumors would be debunked Yeah, this is the music that you gotta feel Yeah, gave you the truth before I got a deal No rabbit in a hat, it ain't no magic, ain't no copperfield More like a panther, Huey Newton, Bobby Seal Word to the free lunch, you knew what we would be kept which rumors will be debunked Used to be scared of all my fears Till I woke up from this nightmare Now it become of a dream to verb Now until I leave this earth The music making speakers burst I always put my people first It's deep how when I speak they say I'm preaching like a leader church No proper opposition Competition gonna need a nurse My job as an artist is making miracles To show you how to struggle poetic and make it lyrical Crystallize your thoughts and make it clear to you And make the revolution irresistible Oh, this one's for all the little dreamers And the ones who never gave a fuck I'm a product of the tube and the free lunch Living room watching old reruns And who cares, your daddy couldn't be Where is it all going? Was it coming to an end or is it just beginning? That was one, uh, one fellow who uh, rode Malibu quite well at a certain time in history and I doubt if uh, very few people are able to find these type of conditions again due to crowds and uh, uh, controls and much bureaucracy. But there are other areas which are magnificent and are treasures of this world. And for someone who was the venture and uh, a little uh, excitement in their life, and, and they have a lot of excitement and adventure, and they can find these. It's real. Living. You keep talking to yourself. You don't talk to anyone now these days. But does anybody even know? Internet can't 
anybody even know you Boy, you're just a figment to yourself I ask, anybody even know you Boy, you're just a figment to yourself It's worth figuring out Don't wanna be stuck like that for long It's worth figuring out Don't wanna be stuck like that for long Say my problem small, but they all so major Never needed help, never needed no favors And all my problems get solved with Henny and prayer Yeah, 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 yeah. this shit like a layer Much as I be up in LA, I should be a Laker If I do not text her back, I know that she gon' wait up Waiting for the respawn, waiting for the respawn I'm sorry mama, I didn't, didn't I really just want the kitty kitty If you scratch, I'm disappearing, I don't stress Cause I get it, get it My parents going 50-50 on a house and bills And a couple children like, you got it cause I ain't get it You out of touch cause you don't feel me Can't touch this Hammer time, hammer time Like MC Hammer Hammer time, hammer time So got that blammer He come through like Rambo These girls ain't got manners These girls just so scandalous Tonight, do you really have status? Tell me cause I need them answers In my 20s and I know I got these worries But I bet if I keep drinking And I know these thoughts get blurry Need uh, another shot So come on and keep them coming Need a side, need a side One shot, two shot, three shot, four Tonight all my problems gone way up by the door I won't think about it no more I'm so free about it, I know Cause I have 
Things I come alive in the night. <laughs> Wristwatch, just wait till it hit the light. That's what it sound like. Yeah, that. This what it look like. See that? Oh, don't look too hard, or you might lose your sight. Cause I care about your vision. True. Keep shaking that ass, and I might have to pay your tuition. So much cake that I had a grand shorty birthday wishes. Oh my god, please do not stop. Running through the motherfucking city with the squad. I ain't seen it, I ain't seen it. Niggas hating on the low. Please believe it, please believe it. That the hype is really real. They be lying, they be lying. If they said it's not true, I I, 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 seen too many women lie, 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 lie to my face like I was high, 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 high. Trust is something you can buy, 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 buy. Kick off, that's my road dog. Oh, you ain't know we in a mode dog. Better move around before we go, dog. Barb always come around with a sis. You been acting up and she said you pissed. Wanna make a movie? Cause you know that nigga channel got a flex. In my 20s, and I know I got these worries. But I bet if I keep drinking, and I know these thoughts get blurry, need a another shot. So come on and keep them coming, need a side, need a side. One shot, two shot, three shot, four. Tonight, all my problems gone way up by the door. I won't think about it no more. I'm so free about it, I know. Cause I, I will say, I will say, yeah. I think we got one. Before I didn't know that I'm golden, I'm out of control Look at me now and I'm the girl of my dream I built myself a steam, built up a routine Told myself no matter where I go, there ain't pee It can't be P-A-R-S, you can't borrow this Wasn't made for you, it's for me, yeah, yeah See, I'm trying to bite this, can't get like this You can't bottle it, fraudulent Pretty smile, brown skin, ass fat, wasting I'm confident, covered in chocolate Seems tryna bite this, can't get like this You can't bottle it, fraudulent Pretty smile, brown skin, ass fat, wasting I'm confident, covered in chocolate Can't nobody say, yeah, I made her I'ma shock the world, bad girl, with a taser It's dangerous to underestimate a queen But then again, I'm used to this, it's kind of my routine, yeah They think I'm just a pretty face and they ain't wrong But I'm telling you, I got it going on Yeah, see I'm trying to bite this Can't get like this, you can't bottle it Ooh, you're fraudulent Pretty smile, brown skin, ass fat, wasting I'm confident, covered in chocolate See I'm trying to bite this can't get like this You can't bottle it Fraudulent Please my brown skin as
got the blueprint, yeah. I got the, I got the blueprint, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the blueprint, yeah. I got the, I got the blueprint, yeah. I got the blueprint, yeah. I got the, I got the blueprint, yeah.
nigga, can I talk about my struggle shit before everybody get into what the fuck they been going through, nigga? I done sold weed, nigga, to the stars and just been broke right after. Like, you know how embarrassing that is on my phone? Everybody's like, damn, nigga, you know all the celebrities, nigga. And then I go home to a motherfucking $800 apartment, nigga, that shit is trash. It's your boy Zini, you know what I'm saying? Professional rapper, friend extraordinaire. You know what I'm saying? I done been to the moon and back on the label's budget, nigga. Yeah, shameless, shameless. Hey, I told you haters. I don't wanna be famous. I'm trying to get rich, motherfucker. I'm shameless, shameless. Yeah, talk about strange danger. I just need strange danger. Young niggas out here still walking around. Shameless, shameless. Yeah, still pulling out gauges. These streets outrageous. Y'all niggas can't change it. Shameless, shameless. I'm a young scammer, 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 scammer. Of course I ain't wanna be famous. Now in the bag I'm a falcon. So I gotta act the anus. Yeah, ayy. Now I'm on everybody A-list. I ain't wanna be a rapper. Now I'm on everybody playlist. Yeah, we clock the tune and Spotify. Scan the fools and I met the wise. And I cop the T's and dotted lies. Man, a wifey tight like a five twice. When it comes to a rhyming like a motorbike. Vroom, vroom. Still a hoe and I'ma be a hoe till I'm ready to go and jump. Vroom, vroom. So until then, I'm just trying to recruit my side chick. I need another one. Somebody to flip off my hip like sidekicks. The spotlight glowed on me and changed my life. So don't approach me on a bad day and expect me to be not nice. Single life, so bro, that bitch is not mine. Living a double life, you still can't die twice I come from eating microwave fried rice yeah. So now I bought a nigga in the mall, I swipe, swipe Yeah, Hey, so I told you haters I don't wanna be famous, I'm trying to get rich, motherfucker I'm Yeah, talk about strange danger I just need strange danger Young niggas out here still walking around Yeah, still pulling out gauges These streets outrageous Y'all niggas can't change it. Shameless, shameless. No, I don't wanna be famous. Nah, no, I don't wanna be famous. I'm tryna get rich, motherfucker. I'm shameless, shameless. Counting my money in hundreds, tryna get my money to double. Popping all around the bubble. I'm about to fly out to London. I'm walling all out in public. I need my pay in advance. Amsterdam with me and my friends. Then I'ma head out to France. I got a bitch in Berlin. Get paid, set trends. Matuhisa on a hump day, John and Vinny's on a lunch day. I need Jordan Woods on my dinner plate. In the game and I'm making plays. Made a milli before I dropped the tape. 20k before I hit the stage. Niggas on the live one way, that way. Magazines with my face on the front page. Packing a suitcase. Moved out of Compton and got me a new place. Pop the champagne. Getting my weight up and doing my tour days. Nike campaigns. Big ads on the side of the freeway. Balling out with my teammates. And you better believe it, Jula calling with the money on three-way hey. It ain't even my birthday, but I'm celebrating because I'm worth it I ain't gotta rehearse it, niggas tryna be perfect I ain't tryna be perfect, nigga, yeah, I'm shameless, shameless. Hey, so I told you haters, I don't wanna be famous I'm tryna get rich, motherfucker, I'm shameless, shameless. Yeah, talk about strange danger, I just need strange danger Young niggas out here still walking around shameless, shameless. Yeah. Still pulling out gauges, these streets outrageous. Y'all niggas can't change it. No, I don't wanna be famous. Nah, no, I don't wanna be famous. I'm trying to get rich, motherfucker. I'm shameless, shameless. Hello, hey, it's your boy P. Rage, man. Hey, uh, Zini. Hey, what's going on, brother? How's it going? Hey, uh, I just seen y'all order the private jet to the fucking moon. Like, uh, what's this got to do with the album? Uh, inspiration, my guy. Don't ask no questions. We gonna get the album done by the deadline. I'll talk to you later. Over and
right now, brother. Brother, brother.